Hey there, welcome to this bonus episode of the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. It accompanies episode number 114 with Michael and Kelsey Gascon. I had such a great conversation with them about pivoting in your horse business. If you have not yet listened, make sure you go back and listen to that episode as well. But in this one, I asked Kelsey to stay on and chat a little bit more specifically about some things that she has learned about the value and the power of networking and outside education as a business owner. Because one of the things that I've always loved about Kelsey is that she is learning and putting in the work all the time. She is not afraid to roll up her sleeves and watch some YouTube videos and learn how to code and figure out how to upload videos, even on slow country internet where it might take a couple days to get it all up there because she's got that goal in mind that we talked about in episode number 14. She's big on mindset. She's big on getting in and taking action. And she's big on connecting with people and encouraging people. And you're going to hear that in this conversation. So enjoy this bonus conversation with Kelsey Gascon. I know you're going to love it. Okay, Kelsey, I am so excited for you to share specifically about some of your experiences going outside of the equestrian industry to learn uh, and really advance your business and your and Michael's business. So thanks for staying on to share a little bit more. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Okay. So first, I'd love it if you would just kind of um, share what motivated you to really start these like extracurricular, essentially, right? Extracurricular things on top of what you're already doing to go out and start learning. What motivated you to do that in the first place? Yeah. So it was the fact that I wasn't good at these things. When Michael and I sat down and he kind of talked through his vision of things he wanted to do, things he wanted to be involved in, having the academy program, having a membership. And at that point, we didn't have anything. We just had Facebook, the viral videos, and that was pretty much like our only source. So How do I reach out and start figuring out what do we need in our business? How are we going to be successful? Kind of look at the competitors in the industry that have been successful and what have they done and what have they not done? And I think I really focused on the what haven't they done? What haven't they specialized in and figured out what they were missing? So basically doing an auditor of my competitors, the people that I wanted to model and mimic and some things and then figure out what they're not good at. And that's what I want to focus on. So I really dove in first, had to get it all created. And when I started getting quotes for websites and things like that for our membership, which I knew nothing about, absolutely nothing about running a membership club, um, I Googled and YouTubed and you know sent these quotes to people or got quotes from people. And it was outrageous. I'm like, I don't want to pay this much for something if I don't know if it's going to be successful, if I don't know anybody's going to invest in it. So I learned how to do coding and I Googled and YouTubed and learned how to build a website and put together a membership and link together all of the things, all while being on the slowest internet you could ever possibly imagine. Um, And by that, I mean, every video uploading took me like 28 to 35 hours to upload. It was a nightmare. Um, So if there was any point in my business that I was going to give up, it was going to be at that period because that... Mm -hmm. Anytime I think I'm having a hardship, I try to think back to pre-fiber internet, which we've right. now <laughs> remember when. <laughs> yes, crazy. And so after I conquered that, it was like, okay, what's the next thing? 
How does a membership run? How do you build a community? And I just happen to, when you start searching these things, Facebook, Google, they all have this wonderful way of like retargeting you with information, which is right. from a <laughs> perspective. And probably the first big thing that I dove into was a membership course and how to build a membership, how to build a community, how to really be successful and putting all of that together. And that's kind of what I focused in first and really got me passionate about learning and getting involved. Now I'm a course junkie. I buy absolutely everything that I don't need and fit it into my schedule for when I'm going to learn the next thing. So everything from Facebook ads, community stuff, um, business strategy, working on um, strategy as far as how do you organize your business from the inside out on the computer in person? How do you delegate? How do you become a leader and build a team? And most recently, we've been doing a lot outside of the education aspect of like building things and creating, we've done a lot with mindset, a lot with goal building and inspiration. And that led us into a company that we've been working with a lot that they've kind of done the same thing we want to do with horse help. They've, they've built into all these different verticals and all these different industries, ultimately, so they can help more people. Now, I'm following into all of their sectors and all of their different pieces and parts to build an amazing business. Now we're investing into all the different sections of their marketing stuff, their sales stuff, their scaling your business, insurance, mm-hmm. all the things that we need help with. Now it's like a one-stop shop for me to figure out, okay, I'm going to go to this workshop and get educated in that. I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go to this finance education. And so you just figure out all those missing pieces and you really hone in and it doesn't have to be you know, six months, a year that you're involved in the program, just as much as throwing on one audible on a topic is game changing. That's one of the biggest things that I can offer any suggestion to somebody in the industry that's looking to build a business, grow a successful business, get an audible. It doesn't matter if you're on a horse, in the shower, whatever it might be, pick a book, pick any book that has to do with something in your industry. And I am not a reader. I've never been one to just sit down and open up a book but I can be riding a horse and listening to an audible of inspiration, motivation, and just take that. Like it's amazing what 20 minutes of listening to that will just absolutely change your world. Every morning, Michael wakes up, his YouTube channel goes on and it's somebody yelling at us to get out of bed. Don't be lazy, be inspirational. (laughs) For five years, I woke it up to that every single morning. Oh my gosh. Oh, it just drives you, right? To have somebody, sometimes you have to have a coach. If people want to get yeah. into email marketing and get in better their horse business, they get you as a coach and they walk you walk them through that process. You hold their hand. You can do that same thing with anything inside your business. If you're willing to press the button and download it to your library, you can have that inspiration. You can have somebody pushing you and telling you what's next, what the next steps are, helping you build out your to-do list for pieces that you might be missing in your business. And that's kind of how we've gotten to the level we've gotten to is we see the missing parts. You don't know what you don't know. And so have somebody tell you what you're missing. Then it's once you see it, you can't unsee it. And that's your next big thing to work on. That's your next step in the right direction. Yeah, that's so good. So Practical advice number one for somebody listening is to step back and see the missing part. Like if you're like, I don't, I know I need something. I don't even know what I need. Like I hear that often. Like I know I'm missing something. I don't even know what I'm missing. But then when I start asking questions, oftentimes they realize they do know 
they've just not wanted to be uncomfortable or they've just not wanted to apply what they've been learning so far, or they've just like a lot of times it is, it's that first step, right? It's that first step. And then like you, once you took that first step, there was no going back, right? <laughs> it, it snowballed quickly and in the right direction. It, it went uphill, but it's crazy how many parts of your life you can improve and not just business related. It's the same thing for, mm-hmm. we're always doing what we call um, PPFs, personal, professional, and financial goals through one of the companies that we're working with, one of our educators and mentors. And it's amazing how all of those pieces and parts give you the mental health and mental stability to keep pushing forward. If you miss yeah. different sections, and if you don't set goals in all those different aspects of your life, then you'll find yourself getting burnt out. You'll find yourself getting drained and completely overrun because you're not, Balance is a bad word because I think as a as a business owner, you believe that you can hundred percent teeter totter and have have no issue balancing work and life. And really, what it comes down to is how can you incorporate both of those things into all parts of your life. And so for us, we're very fortunate that we built this business where we're raising our family, building our business, spending every day with our family. And so because they're involved in the business, because we're going to homeschool our kids they're not missing out or feeling like they're left out because we're working on the business and our kids get to see us as we're building this business, as we're changing step-by-step, just like the general public can see the changes that you're, you're making people within your organization, people within your business and within your family can be along for that growth can play a huge role in that. So instead of trying to separate family and business, there is some times when you can bridge that together and figure out how to make all of that align perfectly. Yeah. Well, and I think what you talked about in our interview with you and Michael together is having that end goal in mind. Then for the person that's listening, who's like, look, I've bought in three courses in the past year and I didn't even finish it. Like it's you for one, you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. For one, you're not alone. Um, For two, you've got to know why you remind yourself why you did it in the first place. Like what made you think that ads is the thing you needed to do? What made you think that this, and then be committed to see it through because you're not going to see the progress. Like it's great to learn outside of the industry. It's great to learn from other business owners. It's great to look past your competitors in your circle and look at other people that are outside the equestrian industry that are doing what you hope to do. But if you're not committed to the process, then you're not going to get the results no matter where you go. For sure. For sure. And and that's the thing. I am like my, if I'm my best client, if I could advertise the people, the way that people advertise to me and draw me in, like that yeah. is my goal. I have serious FOMO when there's a deadline. I'm like, I don't want to miss this. This course won't launch for another year. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, one of my favorite things to remember, especially if you start being down on yourself because you bought this course and you haven't used it yet, you haven't dove into it yet, is don't forget you bought it for a reason. You bought lifetime access to it and there's going to be recordings of the live portion. So if there was a QA, and a if there was anything like that, there's going to be recordings to catch. And one Mm -hmm. of my favorite things to inspire you, in addition to the education that's in these courses or things that you join into, listen to the frequently asked questions, listen where there's other people and clients that are involved in the recording, because you get to see they're struggling too. You get to realize that you're not the only one. It's not just, here's all the knowledge, don't put it into play. Listen to a 30 or 45 minute live where they're talking through questions, people struggling, going through the same things you are. So you realize, okay, I'm human this is great. Like we're finding success in our business, but I have a laundry list of to-do list items that I never get done in a day. I have all these things that 
you know, are scattered. If you looked at my office, she'd be like, oh my gosh, what is in your head? But at the end of the day, I'm getting better and better and working towards being the person that figures out what are the three most important things I need to do for today? What are the three most important things I need to do for this week? And using that rule of three lets you not be so hard on yourself. So if I can mark those three things off my to-do list, even though my laundry list of like extra stuff is still there, I can go to bed at night and feel successful with my day. Um, So that's a really big key thing. Even if they're not huge, even if you're having an absolutely crap day, write down three things that you want to be able to just physically mark off your to-do list, even if that's getting out of bed. Like a lot of days you might run into that, especially as a business owner, like I just want to lay here. I don't want to get up. I don't want to do anything. Get out of bed. Check. Make your bed. Check. Drink a bunch of water. Check. Like you're going to have days like that in your business. But if you're not even setting three tiny goals like that for yourself, you're never going to be able to commit to doing the bigger picture vision that you have for yourself and your business. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. Kelsey, thank you so much for staying on to share a bit. I know that my listeners are going to want to connect with you because you are so kind and encouraging and helpful. And I know that they're going to see that shining through. So thank you. I appreciate all that you are doing and the example that you are in the industry. Thank you so much. I look forward to being back again in the future. All right, friends, what did I tell you? Do you not just love Michael and Kelsey? Now, as I was preparing for this episode, I found a quote that I want to share with you because I think it's a beautiful picture of just this conversation with Kelsey. So it says it's from Roy Bennett. And it says there are five important things for living a successful and fulfilling life. One, never stop dreaming. Two, never stop believing. Three, never give up. Four, never stop trying. And five, never stop learning. Now, like I said, this absolutely sums up this conversation so well. I hope that you were both inspired and encouraged to action and reminded that you are not alone. I know that the journey of entrepreneurship oftentimes feels lonely, and many of you are solopreneurs. So let me just remind you that here on this podcast, there is a community of people who are doing what you are doing, who are chasing after those big dreams that God has put in your heart. And I hope that after this conversation, you are feeling even more inspired and encouraged to keep chasing those dreams. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you here on the podcast again. 